helps if you turn it on. Hello, church family. My name is Kristen Young, and this morning, Randy has invited me to share a little of my faith story with you. I'm humbled to share a little bit about what Mother's Day means to me and how God has given me strength and hope on this day because today, the day that we celebrate motherhood, is for me a day of great joy and also deep sadness as I reflect on what it means to be a mother in the family that God has created for me. This is my family, as you'll see us walking through the halls or running if you see JJ and Olivia. They're typically a little farther ahead of us. My husband James and I have been married for almost 14 years. Our son JJ is four and a half, and Olivia is two and a half. When you see us, you may think, oh, they're a cute little family. The reality is, we're a great big family. And I want to tell you a little bit more. So as newlyweds, we got the question that many newlyweds do. So when are you going to have kids? Many of you have probably asked that question. Uh, but for the most part, we laughed and just laughed the question off and just went on enjoying our newly married life. But somewhere towards the end of our second year of marriage, we thought, we're ready to be parents. So let's give this a try. We were pretty confident that we knew what we were doing. We had no idea. <laughs> the day after our third wedding anniversary, we found out that we were expecting our first child. I still remember the moments like they were yesterday, even though they were 11 years ago. In the passing weeks, we went to doctor's appointments, shared the good news with our family and friends, and talked about all things baby. You know, the typical things that you do when you're pregnant for the very first time. It was so joyous. This is where the scripture, Jeremiah 29, 11, comes into my story. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. We were so excited. This was our future right here ahead of us. From this point of joy, I began to experience the darkest moments of my life to date. At 11 weeks, I had a miscarriage. There was no reason. The doctor told me I was just one of the four, one in four women who would have a miscarriage. I was devastated. But I found healing in a community of other Christians who had also experienced the miscarriages, and that pain healed. I found great comfort in the scripture in Lamentations 3.32. Though he brings grief, he will show compassion. So great is his unfailing love, for he does not willingly bring affliction or grief to the children of men. I have a note in my Bible that's dated July 20th, 2007, just a few days after our miscarriage, and it says, remember during the difficult times to see God's love. That was the biggest part of my healing, and it came from seeing God's love in my life. That was until I had three more miscarriages in the next four years. Each time, the sorrow got stronger and stronger, and my ability to feel God's love and calm in my life got weaker and weaker. The place of deepest sorrow came on July 11th of 2012. I was 16 weeks pregnant and doing great. 
We had reached a safe point in our pregnancy and had finally felt comfortable telling the world our good news and what good news it was. For years, we had prayed for, the, for a child. In 1 Samuel 1.27, I prayed for this child and the Lord has granted me what I asked of him was our guiding verse. And here we were finally seeing God's plan unfold. I learned on that night that this plan was not at all what I had expected. And while I had prayed for this child, God was not answering the prayers in the ways that I had asked of him. On July 11th, 2012, I gave birth to our stillborn daughter. It is something that no father or mother should ever have to experience. In those moments, and in the many moments after, I was angry with God. I questioned his role in my life. I questioned why I said years ago that I would follow him. Because in that moment, following him couldn't take any of my pain away. It couldn't bring my children back, especially not my daughter. I remember one Sunday, a few months after losing her, I was sitting next to James at church. The entire church was singing and praising God, and I could barely stand it. I took James's hand, and I said, I have to leave right now. He didn't ask any questions, and we quietly got up and walked out the doors of the church building. We got in our car, and we drove away. I couldn't do it. In that moment, I could not praise God when I was so hurt and so broken. As we drove away from the church that morning, while I was full of anger, I also felt a calm. A calm similar to the one I experienced the day I was baptized. It's really odd to experience such two extreme emotions at one time. And I think God knew I was hurting, and he was hurting too. The verse in Lamentations came up for me again as we were driving home. Though he brings grief, he will show compassion. So great is his unfailing love, for he does not willingly bring affliction or grief to the children of men. He was there, still there with me even when I was so angry. Angry at him, angry at myself, angry at James, just angry. My heart was broken. I did not want to follow God's path. I did not want to experience this sorrow. I wanted to be a mother. For years, I prayed for God to take that desire away from my heart. He never did. Many times over, over those years, my Christian friends would tell me, God will not give you more than you can handle. As I spent time with our daughter, those words came into my mind. Holding our stillborn daughter was in fact more than I could handle on my own. But it was not more than I could handle with God. Two of the many lessons the loss of my daughter taught me was that God's strength is more than we could ever imagine and that God did not design us to do this alone. Through all of this, the doctors learned that the reason I'd lost our daughter and potentially our other children was that I had a condition that made it impossible for me to carry a child to term. The discovery would not have been possible without our daughter living as long as she did. It's something that they could never have tested for, but it was something that they could fix. Three months after we lost our daughter, I became pregnant again. And because of her and her life, in a miracle surgery, our son JJ was born on June 6, 2013. 
And on May 29th, 2015, we welcomed our second daughter, Olivia, to our family. Their lives on this earth could not have been possible without our daughter. This church family is a picture of the family God has created for James and I. This picture was taken two years ago, and it's not at all the picture that we would have created for ourselves. But as I look at this image, I'm reminded that God's plan was greater than anything we could have ever asked for, prayed for, or imagined. On today, this day that we honor mothers, a day that for six years I dreaded coming to church because I would once again be surrounded by people praising God for the gift of motherhood that he had granted to them, I'm reminded that motherhood looks different for each of us, and that too is how God has designed it. The sorrow I feel for the loss of our daughter and other children is ever present with me today. And I'm so eager to meet them in heaven and learn all about them. And while I experience sadness today, this day also brings me great joy. Joy because this story of my children is God's story for me and my family. Through the pain, the anger, the sadness, frustration, and loss, God held me in the palm of his hands. He never turned his back away on me even when I turned away from him. He guided me to love him deeper and trust him unconditionally. While the years of sorrow were painful, I wouldn't change him for anything. And that church family has taken me years to be able to say. I know with all my heart that I can say now because God's designed for this journey, he designed this journey just for me. God used these traumatic experiences to show his grace, his mercy, and his awesome power. He used them to draw me closer to him and to learn how to walk with him even when I didn't want to walk. God has answered my prayers in ways only he can. And today, as a mother of seven, I'm grateful for these blessings, even the painful ones. Thank you. Thank you. Why don't you come and join me in prayer over James and Kristen?